0: Hello everybody and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill. One of the topics that Trey Parker and Matt Stone have tackled over the 20 plus years of the run of this show has been the Catholic Church. Many, 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 many seasons ago, I reviewed the episode Red Hot Catholic Love. And This episode, in a way, is kind of a continuation of that episode, but it goes a little bit, I I, I think, in the more personal side of it, because the episode I'm going to be reviewing today is A Boy and a Priest. This, again, you know, religion is one of those very touchy subjects. And I, I think with what has come out over the last 30-plus years um, with the Catholic Church and sex scandals, it hasn't been a good look for the Catholic Church. Um, I mean, my mom... Worked at a Catholic school. Um, my brother, my sisters went to Catholic school. I went for a little bit. And the priests were always nice. I, I can't see anything bad about them. So, But there are bad apples in the bunch. But this episode is surprisingly a one-story episode. How good is it? Well, we're going to find out. Let's get into this week's episode, A Boy and a Priest. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on October 3rd, 2018. Now, I'm going to go right into our first scene. I'm going to give you a little bit of a setup and then I'm going to play the clip. So, if you remember, at the end of last week's episode, Stan got shot. Well, turns out he's fine, and he's got his arm in a sling. So, at least we know Stan's fine. The family is on their way to church. Let's play the clip. Come on. Don't understand why we have to go to church every Sunday. Church is important, Stan. Way more important than video games and TV. Church is about community and coming together. A lot of things. All I know is that after church I just feel better. Yeah, me too. Hey, morning, Stephen. Linda. Oh, morning, guys. <clears throat> Thanks there, Randy. You got it. Where's Josie? Oh, she slipped her disc in her neck. Poor thing can barely move. Oh, she's going to miss church? That's too bad. Give her my best. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, so that whoever believed in him should have eternal life. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today's gospel talks about what the Lord has to give us. He did so because we could not control our temptations. Kinda of like a priest in a room full of naked boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, let's let's try and have none of that today. In John 3.16, the gospel tells us how God so loved the world, he gave to us his only son. And a Catholic priest raped him. <laughs> okay, okay, come, come on, guys. Now, now what greater gift could the Lord have given to us? Children's underwear, which priests couldn't pull down so easily? (laughs) Okay, let's let's try and compose ourselves. Let's try and just get through this first one, okay, guys? What does it mean that the Lord gave us his only begotten son? It means if you're a cute boy at a Catholic priest swimming party, you better be getting... (laughs) That was a great one, Nelson. Salvation in a little boy's mouth. I'm going to post that one for sure. Who said the thing about naked boy salad? Oh, that was Linda. Well, see you next week, everybody. Yeah, see ya. See ya. I really don't understand the point of all that. Yeah, well, I used to think that about church when I was a kid, too. But back then, I don't know if church was that stupid. Hey, don't say things like that, Stan. You want to go to f***ing hell? So, basically church has become amateur stand-up hour for the townspeople and it's like let's all make jokes about the catholic church and you know it's been around a long time that's all i'm gonna say so i'm gonna go to the very next scene the very next scene Father Maxie, he's just not feeling good about himself. When someone comes to have a talk with him, Oh, of course, my child. What's troubling you? Well, what's troubling you? You know, at school, the kids used to all make fun of me sometimes. One kid would say something mean, and then the other kids would laugh. I know how lousy it feels. I learned to just walk away, not give them all the satisfaction. Well, we can't all walk away. The the priesthood is all I know. I dedicated my entire life to it. I don't know anything else. I know it seems impossible. I thought I'd be a punching bag my whole life, but now I'm one of the popular kids. I even get invited to board game night at Stan's house. My point is, sometimes you just gotta put yourself out there. So, what this leads to is, at game night for Stan... Butters comes over to his house and he brings Father Maxie with him. And the boys are confused about this at first. And then when Randy comes down to check on everyone, he sees Father Maxie and he's like, No way! No way! I gotta get my phone out! And you know he's trying to catch the moment. So Father Maxie just leaves, and Butters follows him. And he's, you know, he's like, "I knew this was wrong. This was the wrong thing to do. I I shouldn't have done it." And Butters is like, "No, you've got to, you know, you got to be here. You know, you got to face up to everybody." So the next Sunday at church everyone is going to the church they go to the door they open the door and well it's locked wait what yeah the church door is locked and they try again and butters is like there's no church today you're gonna have to go somewhere else to worship and this makes everyone sad that you know They can't go in the church today. So, as the townspeople are getting, you know, sad about this, Butters and Father Maxie, they're starting to develop a friendship. And we get this musical montage where, you know, we see them playing you know at like an arcade they're out camping they're out at a restaurant and you know some of the adults are looking at this and they're well they're concerned they're concerned about this but what butter sees in this is completely different and i think that's maybe one of the good things about this episode is how the adults look at this from one side of the, you know, of this picture, while Butters sees this from another side of, you know, the, this conversation. So the next scene after we get the montage we go to the Denver Catholic Archdiocese and they get a call and it's from one of the adults and the adult is like, "Uh, we can't get into the church. Our our priest is missing. So this, you know, scares the, 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 the member of the Archdiocese and he calls in some backup and he's like, you guys got to go to this town and you got to clean stuff up. You you got to make things right. So, what happens is the boys, minus Stan, for some reason, well, actually, probably because of the injury from the shot, they're at Clyde's birthday party and they... You know, we we, we see Kyle, we see Cartman, Butters comes in, and here's Father Maxie. And this is at the town skating rink. And Clyde's like, oh no, no, I am not having Father Maxie here. I'm not having a priest here. And Butters is like, it's okay, he's with me. So, you know, they go and they try to skate. Well, Father Maxie tries to skate. Butters is, he's pretty good with it. Meanwhile, at the bar, you see Randy and you see Kenny's dad there. They're kind of depressed because the church is closed. When all of a sudden another of the adults comes and is like, "Guys, the church is open!" And everyone is happy and they start running to get into the church and they get there and here's, you know, like the the Catholic Cleaning crew, in quotes. And what they're doing is they're basically scrubbing away any blood, cum, whatever, to get, you know, any evidence of wrongdoing by the priest, you know, off of the church. So as that is going on, we go back to Clyde's birthday and. We're about to have cake when you know Father Maxie does a prayer, and Carmen's like, or Clyde is like, Kyle, why don't you do something? And they're like, and he's like, me? Why me? And Eva Carmen's like, do something, Kyle. So he goes to have a talk with Butters, and Kyle, you know, says, Look, you can't keep bringing Father Maxie to church or, or to everywhere you just can't keep bringing him everywhere and butter's argument is hey you know he needs a friend he just needs someone to be there with him and kyle says you know what a lot of the people are thinking we don't need we we don't need father Maxie here and Maxie hears this and he's just sad And in a way, he kind of knows it's true. So while that's going on, we see that Stan, he sees the cleanup crew at his house cleaning up um, the table from the the game night. And this is where they bring out the combi, where it's like this vacuum and it goes, (laughs) Okay, that's kind of weird, but that does—that is how it sounds. So Butters eventually finds Father Maxie, and they have this conversation. And Maxie's like, "My child, everything is wrong. Just everything is wrong." And he even talks about how he went to the Vatican to see what the problem is you know, with the Catholic Church, and how he could fix it, when in reality, it's worse than what, you know, he thought it was, and this goes all the way back, you know, to the Red Hot Catholic Love episode, and he distances himself at the end away from Butters, after Butters has done everything he could to help Father Maxie. He just doesn't want the help anymore. So, back at the party, the, the Archdiocese cleaning crew is there, and they're trying to, you know, find stuff, and Clyde is still pissed off about that, you know, that more priests have come, and he's got cake frosting, and they're like, oh, we gotta use the (laughs) Cumbie. And, you know, they're trying to get rid of the evidence. So here comes Butters. He's walking the street in his neighborhood. He's alone. Feels sad about everything that happened. So, a fan pulls up. It's the Archdiocese. And One of them's like, hey, everything all right, kid? No. Like, do you want to talk about it? No. I got a piece of candy. You want a piece of candy? No. I got a bunny in the back. Would you like to see the bunny? A bunny? Oh, boy. Well, that was Butter's mistake because he gets kidnapped. And in the back of the van is Clyde. And Stan, I don't know why you take Clyde and Stan, but I, I, I think you know. So, Randy is sitting on the couch watching TV when the doorbell rings, and it's Father Maxie. And Randy at first is like, "Oh my God, he's here! He's here! Oh my gosh!" And then Father Maxie's like, "Look." I'm, I'm worried about Butters. Have you seen Butters? Have you seen Stan? And he's like, no, I haven't seen Butters, and I haven't seen Stan either. And Maxie kind of puts two and two together like, oh, no, something's wrong. So what we see is Stan, Butters, Clyde, sitting around a campfire. Tied up in their underwear. Holding a stick with a marshmallow on the end. So they have set this trap to get Father Maxie here. What they're going to do, they're not really sure. And they're informed that this is the place where Butters and Father Maxie have gone to camp. And one of them's like, Am I gonna need the cumby? And the other priest is like, no, you're gonna need the cumboni. And it's this big Zamboni. And it it is actually funny. It, it is funny. So So Randy and Father Maxie, they're looking and they call Butters parents. And Butter's mom makes a joke and then they reference how they hadn't seen Butters either. And Maxie's like, I know what this is. I have to go in alone. So as they're still waiting for Father Maxie, one of them's like, "Oh, he's gonna come. I I have the I have the special call, um, that'll get priests in. And it's this whistle. And it's I love Jesus. I love Jesus. That's the call. So Father Maxie does in fact show up alone to confront the members of the church cleanup crew and they're like look we know everything that's gone on we know everything that's happened so here's what we're going to do we're going to transfer you to the Maldives and Maxie's like what yeah we're you're going to be transferred." to the Maldives where you don't ever have to worry about getting in trouble and the people there they hardly speak English anyway so you'll be fine and father maxie's looking at you know the folder and he's like hmm okay and butters is worried he's like no don't you know don't take this and father maxie thinks about it for a minute And he leaves only to get the comboni and to basically drive over all three of the cleanup crew and kill them. And in the process saves Stan, Butters, and Clyde. And then Maxie leads into this great quote, which is actually up on, on the South Park website. And he says, of course... Now I have a purpose and I have a meaning. My job here is to protect you. All of you. So after everything that's happened, Father Maxie now has a new purpose in life, basically. And that's to protect everyone in the town. Protect the kids, protect the adults, protect everyone. So the next day or the, the next week everyone is back at church and Father Maxie gives his sermon and the you know the congregation they're giving you know their jokes because again it's amateur hour and that's the end of a boy and a priest and again for the second week in a row in the background it says hashtag cancel south park. Hmm, that's two weeks in a row. There's got to be a meaning towards it. All right, so before I get to my thoughts on this episode, I have another deleted scene from this episode. This is two weeks in a row I've got a deleted scene. Um, I have no idea what the scene is, but I'm going to play the clip. Let's check it out. Well, well, if it isn't the little dork, what are you doing here, weirdo? Oh, I'm just here for a birthday party, guys. Well, perfect timing. We were thirsty. Hand over the sodas. Oh, these? Well, these were for my. And whatever money you have. Do it or we kick your ass. Everything going all right here, my son? Ah! Don't touch us! Don't touch us! A priest! please! Wow! Well, thanks, Father! You see, we do need each other. You boys like marshmallows? Funny thing, marshmallows. So white and pure, like the love of Christ. So, listen, I was in a school shooting last week, and I'm supposed to take my antibiotics like every four hours. You know, it's just terrible what you boys have been through. I realize you all might feel like what happened was somehow your fault, and technically it was. But Isaiah forty-three eighteen tells us, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. Can I go home now? You've been through a lot, my child. Even if your mind is clear, what we want to do is cleanse your spirit. Oh boy, here we go with the cumbie again. The what? Praise be to Christ. I love how... Stan just knows right away, okay, come crumb. scrum, come be, you know, coming, um, okay, so as far as this episode goes, this is a good episode, I, I, I kind of enjoyed this one a little bit more than last week, um, it's a one story episode, which actually has a purpose, it has a meaning, and the meaning is, you know, Priests are normal people too. That, that that's kind of how I looked at it. They're normal people like you and me. And it, it's kind of like the whole Yeah, one bad apple spoils the whole damn bunch, but not all of the apples are that bad. And Father Maxie is not that bad of a person. And Butters is like you got to stand up for yourself. And eventually, Father Maxie does stand up for himself. Um, I like this one, like I said, a little bit more than the previous episode. And I do like the continuation, you know, Stan with the arm injury because he got shot. I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10. It's a good episode. It's not up there as, you know, like a great episode. But I do think it is a good episode um, it may be worth watching again. You know, like if you ever bored and just want to pick a random South Park episode, this would be one to be like, you know, this is one that I could just watch and be like, it's not bad. So, I-, I think a seven out of ten is a good grade for this episode. All right. Um, let's go to the critics, and then we have um something interesting about this episode. So. Jesse Shadeen of IGN gave this an 8.2 out of 10. Summarizing in his review, This week's South Park offered a better sense of how the new season will set itself apart. The idea of looking back a decade or more to revisit classic South Park episodes is definitely appealing, and hopefully this won't be the last time we see that approach in Season 22 and John Huger of the AV Club gave this episode a B+, and ended his review, stating, quote, This episode isn't an all-time classic like Red Hot Catholic Love, but much like last week's episode, it handled a dark, difficult topic with an appropriate mix of irreverence and empathy. Trey and Matt are clearly embracing their role as social commentators, and so far, the results have been thoroughly rewarding, and 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 I'm glad I'm, I'm glad John Huger brought that up because with the previous episode, watching it I wasn't so sure about you know how you could get comedy out of a subject like that for 22 minutes. We're here, I kind of can, and I thought they did a pretty good job. Now this episode was denounced by the Catholic League for Religious and Civil Rights. However, the criticism was not for casting the Catholic Church in a negative light, but for portraying the Catholic priests accused of misconduct as molesting younger children instead of adolescents. So, the the Catholic League's like, okay, we're not criticizing you for the negative light, but, you know... You accusing us of molesting younger children instead of adolescents. Let's go to IMDb and see what they thought of this week's episode. Over 2,400 people have given this episode a rating. And the IMDb, IMDb rating of this episode is a 7.6 out of 10. To break it down, 653 people gave it an 8 514 people gave it a 7, that's the score I'm giving this episode, 433 people gave it a 10, and 57 people gave it a 1. So, now it's time to check out what the users of IMDB thought of this episode. And again, you know, I'm not going to go through every single one, um... But I will read some of, you know, like the positive and negative reviews of this week's episode. So uh, let's start off with Valimar-88352 who wrote, South Park has always been a blend of comedy and satire. But this season, the emphasis has been heavily on dark satire while tackling very controversial subjects in a way that only this show can. Obviously, there is nothing funny about school shootings or child abuse cover-ups, but South Park satirizes our reactions to them and gets laughs out of the absurdity. The ironic hashtag cancel South Park hashtag implies they are going to be pushing the boundaries throughout this season, even by their own standards. The show has changed from what it used to be. If you miss the random zaniness of the very early seasons, you won't like it. If you appreciate the show's unique ability to skewer our culture, then you will enjoy. Alright, this next review is from Darth Voorhees, who wrote... South Park is always timely to the point where you can revisit episodes later and get a slice of life and current events from the air date. The world has gone through a lot of changes in the 21 years of South Park, which is why it is so unfortunate that the Catholic Church seems worse than the 2002 episode, Red Hot Catholic Love. Red Hot Catholic Love is, in my opinion, an episode that could be considered one of the best of the entire series. In the episode, Father Maxi discovers he is the only priest in all of Catholicism who is not a pedophile. The town soon becomes the kind of atheists who spend all their bragging about their atheism. The subplot has everyone spewing crap out of their mouths. The warm conclusion is that everyone agrees that the Bible should be more of a recommendation on how to live instead of a translation of power. In 2002, this was on point as the scandal was shocking and raw. In 2018, a boy and a priest is appealing to an audience so jaded that the approach to the humor is one of apathy as it holds up a mirror to a cynical audience. This is a better episode than Dead Kids because it uses the same type of humor and commentary in a crazier fashion. The Catholic Church has become nothing more than a joke to the residents of South Park. The community only goes to church so they can laugh at it and make pedophile jokes. It's lost all its power. I laughed a lot. These moments are the best of the episode. The best comedy always brings a person or institution full of themselves down a peg, and South Park has made that kind of humor its bread and butter. Father Maxie eventually closes the church, and Randy begs the archdiocese to get him back because he still has some zingers he needs to use. The rest of the episode isn't quite as funny, but the story is engaging. I like Butters and how innocent he is. He is completely oblivious to the world around him and befriends Maxie because he is being bullied. What follows is an episode of people getting the wrong impression about their relationship. The scandal has gotten so bad that these jokes don't quite have the bite they might have. At the end, Maxie directly acknowledges red hot Catholic love and says his conclusion and appeal to the audience is no longer valid. The church is too corrupt to be considered good. He is the good apple and a barrel of bad ones. I don't know if South Park can do another commentary on this. The fact that the Catholic priest harbors molesters isn't shocking. It's just a tragic norm like gun violence. I wonder if the cynicism and acceptance of these horrible societal ills will become a recurring theme this season. Alright, uh, let's read this one. This is from Tyler Ward one three five two three, who wrote, while I enjoyed Dead Kids, I can't help but feel that this was way better. They made not only Butter's character more likable, but Priest Maxie. The plot and jokes were on point and this feels like a sequel to Red Hot Catholic Love, an episode in season six. In fact, Maxie even mentioned the episode saying something about going to the Vatican and keeping his mouth shut about the whole thing. The way Butters treated Father Maxie showed the best in his character. Even when everyone else didn't want Priest Maxie around, Butters still stuck with him. Also, the cleanup crew was hilarious. Watching the cleanup crew trying to locate Maxi was really funny and entertaining as well. This is how to make a South Park episode. And because of all that I've said above, I'm giving this episode a 10 out of 10 just because of all the things it does so well. Good job, Trey and Matt. Alright, uh, let's find a couple of negative reviews. This is from AlexBB-53143 who wrote, South Park had some really great episodes so far. But the last two episodes, and most of last season, are simply boring and stupid. Not funny stupid, only repetitive and boring. South Park, you could do much better. P.S. Please save the fake ratings on IMDb. Nobody would give the last two episodes a 10 out of 10. Never. Ooh. Alright, next review is from Doug McDonald Burr, who wrote, The way the Catholic Church covered up abuse of children is unforgivable. They completely deserve to be criticized for having done so. That being said, none of this is funny. It is not a topic I would choose for an episode. It is extremely difficult to make child rape funny, and they did not succeed. They think they could stretch out about three to four average jokes into a full episode. What bothers me the most is that it is clear that Matt and Trey have disappeared completely up their own asses. They need to be taken down for their own good. You guys made fart jokes with bad animation. That is why we loved you. You now try to make nuanced social and political commentary over high-budget animation. That is just annoying. I can make up my own mind about politics. What I liked about South Park was that it was just funny. The jokes were the main focus, and the moral message was an afterthought. Think about one of their best recurring jokes, Killing Kenny. There is no deep message behind that. It is just funny to see a cartoon character get killed in lots of fun and different ways. That was old South Park. In the new South Park, they took that same joke and ruined it with some convoluted supernatural explanation, that Kenny knows he keeps dying and coming back to life, and they show all the angst he feels because no one else notices or cares. You ruined it. It was just a fun, random, dumb joke because no one else, No, or pardon me, you ruined it. It was just a fun, random, dumb joke. It didn't need to be explained. The show is completely dead now. They have killed it. The main reason is because they take themselves so seriously. Dear Matt and Trey, You are not as smart as you think you are, and by taking everything so seriously, you have completely lost your ability to make good comedy. Please stop. Finish South Park and move on to do something else so you don't ruin your legacy anymore. The past ten years have been inconsistent at best, and the last five years have been terrible. Please stop. Mmm. Wow. Um... Let's read Rob Rama, who wrote, It's just gone. The fun, the durability, the simplicity, it's all gone. Being born in 1983, I grew up with South Park. Man, what a difference it was. Everybody loved it. Everybody talked about it. The episodes stood on their own, and if you watch the majority of the episodes from the first ten or so seasons, it is still funny and always will be, because the topics are not bound to a very specific trend or time. To understand and or like the last three to five seasons, you have to watch every single news bulletin, every single popular TV show or series, and every conceivable hype, meme, tweet, trend, or whatever. I really cannot remember when I laughed out loud watching an episode from the last three to five seasons. When my kids are old enough to watch South Park, I will strongly forbid them to watch any episode beyond season 10. It's like seeing an old 70s or 80s rock band who are still performing today just to make money. It's so sad to see. I'll give this season a shot for the same reason I keep buying the latest album by the Rolling Stones nursing the futile hope that it will someday be as good as it once was in the glory days, while knowing deep down that it's just a pathetic attempt to keep up the revenue. That being said, the latest Rolling Stones album is pretty darn good, so there might still be hope for South Park. But as for the recent seasons, I am really struggling to understand how people can give episodes a 10 or even a 6. What is their idea of humor? How much are Matt and Trey paying them? Sad, sad, sad. All right, uh, let's read one more. We're going to read a positive review. This is from Jay Biner, who wrote, You didn't laugh watching this episode. Wow. How can you like season 20 or season 21? It's getting so much better now. I do agree that rehashing the same joke in some of the church scenes were repetitive, but come on, that is the only half negative about this episode. I think it's gearing up to be one of the better seasons. Also, what other animated show is there to watch besides Big Mouth and Rick and Morty? And Big Mouth is hilarious. Some people say it's child pornography, but you cannot say that the Tweak and Craig stuff isn't over isn't. Overall, I would give this episode a 10, and the last one a 9.5, but I am so excited for the rest of the season, and South Park is still going strong and isn't going anywhere, hopefully. Hashtag cancel South Park. Hopefully it is just a meme like everyone is saying, and everyone is acting like is, and hopefully it's not going to be cancelled, but for the memes. So, yeah, second week in a row, you know, split thoughts on this episode or on a, a South Park episode. And I do want to say that um, in the next episode, I will dive into the whole cancel South Park uh, hashtag and what that does mean. Uh, you can follow the show on whatever Elon Musk calls it anymore Twitter X I I, I don't even know what it is at this point Uh, Sharks Pond 97 you can join our Facebook group Sharks Pond a South Park podcast where you can join other fans to discuss past present and when they come up future South Park episodes and don't forget to check out our friends at SMB a South Park review where they review classic South Park episodes next time around Mr. Hanky returns to town. But is this going to be a happy return? Or is there something else going on? The next time the episode I'll be reviewing is The Problem with a Pooh That is next time here on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. I'll talk to you all next time.